Hello and welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyon. We're glad you joined us today and we sincerely hope that you're blessed with today's message. We're excited here today to, to have each of you here, but before I get into the message this morning, I did want to ask for prayer requests. Um, I just feel that this morning, I, something in my spirit just wants to make sure that we, we are praying for those needs that are out there. So just by a showing of hands, if you have a prayer need, and if you don't mind sharing what, how you want us to pray for that, uh, I'm going to ask you this morning. So Irene, how can we pray for you this morning? What prayer needs do you have? I have a nephew who has a, something rare. He has a, a ripped colon. And it happened to him about a year ago, and he was off of work, and it's very painful, and it kind of went away, went to the doctor, and it kind of went away, but it came back about two weeks ago, and it came back really hard, and he's in very much pain, and um, so my sister was telling me about it last night, so I, I said to her that I would tell my church, so I'm just asking that you would pray for him. His name is Ben. Amen. He's my nephew. He's the oldest grandchild in my family. Okay. And just one other prayer request. My grandson, some of you met him last week. He's leaving tomorrow on the plane to go back to Maryland, and he's flying by himself. So please ask God for the protection on him. Yes, and, and that was for Derek. Yes. All right, we're going to pray for those needs. Any other needs right now? I think, Robert, you had your hand up? Yes, physical healing. Physical healing for yourself. Okay. God knows exactly what we need. Amen? Aren't you thankful for that? That He knows. Amen. Amen. And one more hand. Ivy. Um, just a safe, uh, smooth transition moving today. And yes. Yes. I, one of the things I wanted to do at the end of our service is we're going to have Ivy come up here. And I want to pray for you at the end of the service. So please... Oh, that's right. You do got to leave. So we're going to do that right now. Um, but before we do that, any other prayer needs this morning? Shirley. And it's great to have Shirley Lim here today. Amen. 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 And Jeremy. Healing for myself. Yes, healing. In a lot of pain, chronic pain, and I got referred back to my support group, being a young man. Yes. Yes. Healing and peace, harmony. Yes, God can do all that and much, much more. Amen. So peace, strength, harmony, physical healing uh, for surely. Um, and then, Brother Ed. I don't have a prayer request, but I just I'd like to say I thank God for being here. Amen. Strip. Yes. I felt bad this morning. Feeling bad. Started singing and I felt good. Amen. 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 God is good. God is good. And that is the truth right there, what he just said. When you enter into the presence of God and begin to declare praises to him, there's something that happens. His Holy Spirit begins to work in you and gives you that strength, surely. Gives you that strength right there, right then. And that's what my brother's sharing right now. So if you need that this morning, just remember, open your heart. It starts with opening your heart to receive from Him. Amen? Amen. So let's pray this morning. And Ivy, why don't you come up here today? She's, she's embarking on a, on a move. She's moving to Manteca, but she's still going to be part of our church. How, how devoted is that? Right? 
she, her situation is going to be such that she'll be here on Sunday mornings, and so she still wants to be part of our church, which is truly amazing. And so I just want to pray God's blessing upon her. She's moving today. Yes. Uh, she's actually going to go get a U-Haul today mm-hmm. and move her stuff. Um, so we're going to pray God's blessings on you first, and then we'll pray for the rest of these needs. So why don't you ra- stretch your hands out this morning as we pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now, and Lord, I lift up my sister Ivy, Father, and her faithfulness to you, the wanting to grow and know you more in her life every day, wanting to be able to share and teach her children, her grandchildren, the ways of, of the Word of God. And I pray, Father, that you continue to honor her faithfulness, Lord, that you would always direct her path. Lord, that she would lean on you and not on her own understanding. And in that way, Lord, that she'll always walk in your blessings. So, Father, we pray that this move would go smoothly. Father, I pray your blessings uh, upon this move. Father, that she would be smack dab in the middle of your will. Lord, it doesn't matter where we go. You go with us. So, Father, I pray right now, be with her. Be her strength. Be her peace. Be her comfort. Lord, continue to meet the needs of her household, not only financially, but spiritually. May you begin to speak to her son, her daughter-in-law, her grandkids, her, her little young daughter, Ava. I pray, Lord, that they would be sealed with the Holy Spirit and that they would grow in the knowledge of who you are. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you. Give Ivy a big hand. She's a big part of our church. And so let's continue to pray for the rest of these needs. Lord, this morning again, we, we offer, Lord, sacrifices of praise to you. But Lord, we also ask you and, and give you these prayer requests. We give them to you this morning. We pray for Ben, who is in need of a healing touch in his body. Lord, there's miracles that where you need to supernaturally intervene. And Father, this is one of them. We pray, God, your healing touch would be upon his body. You know exactly what he needs in his body. And we pray take away that pain. Remove that pain in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, you paid for that, uh, the healing on the cross. Lord, we declare that right now, that healing is His. And Lord, we also pray for little Derek, that God, that you would guide him and protect him on that flight back home. Lord, I pray, put angels around him, Lord, that would protect him until he gets back safely home. And Lord, we also lift up our sister uh, Shirley to you this morning. Father, it's a good thing to know, to to be confident in that you know what our heart goes through, what our physical um, feelings are, what our infirmities are. Lord, you know all that. And Father, we pray that this morning you would meet all those needs for surely today, physical healing, for peace, for comfort in her body and in her home, Lord. God, that you would continue to make yourself real to her every day. And Lord, I just pray, Lord, help each of us today to leave this place changed for your glory and for your honor. Help us not to leave the same, but Lord, may the Holy Spirit move upon everyone here today, including my brother Ed. I pray, Lord, touch his body. Bring him complete healing, Lord. Lord, you're on your way to doing that. Now, continue to pray and believe, Lord, that you are going to remove any pain that he can walk, that he can move, that he can bend, that he can sleep, stand without pain or discomfort. And we pray that, Lord, this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, we're going to get into our message this morning. Again, how many have enjoyed the last couple weeks? 
Um, we're talking about the, the last days, and um, if you don't have an outline, raise your hand right now. Uh, we'll have an usher pass one to you. But this morning I've titled this message, Stay in the Ship. The last days are upon us. Stay in the ship. Amen. How many have ever been out on the water? Been out in a boat? I'm talking about the ocean. I'm not talking about a river. I'm not talking about maybe a lake. But out in the ocean where it can get really, really rough. It it can be scary if you've ever been out there. And you know what's even scarier? When you can't swim like me very well. Um, I I can swim maybe from here to the back wall um, and underwater only. Uh, And if it's beyond that, bye-bye Pastor Rick because I'm not going to make it. I'm not a good swimmer. I know that. My brother's not a very good swimmer, although he thinks he is. And six times he's almost drowned, I think. I mentioned that here before. Five or six times, and I've seen every single one. And God has had His hand upon him in every single one of those situations. But at any rate, what I want to talk to you about this morning is that the Lord reminds us every time that He wants us to draw near to Him. Amen? Even even this morning as we're worshiping Him, the Lord is speaking to every one of you. It's so good to see you, May, this morning. It's great to see you here today. Um, you know, and, and when I when I see your faces... I know that you all want to draw close to God. You all desire that in your heart. Amen? And so, you know, God, through all of our fiery trials, whether it's a physical infirmity, whether it's an emotional hurt that you may have from a young child, whether it's somebody that hurts you as an adult... Whatever kind of trial, God is going through that with you. You're not alone. Everybody say, I'm not alone. alone. Thank God for that. Amen? But here's the thing. As believers, we know that, yet we have a difficult time processing that sometimes. Can you imagine what the unbeliever is going through? How much pain, extra pain, they go through when they don't have a God they can cast their anxious thoughts to? They're going through that all by themselves. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that any longer, how that must feel. But you and I as believers, we know that God cares for us and He walks with us. Amen? Amen. So I want to encourage uh, every one of you here this morning with this message of staying in the ship. And I also want to encourage those listening via SoundCloud. I have a cousin, Michelle, who listens every week in Sacramento, and she always gives me some comments and feedback, which is great. So Michelle, that's a shout out to you in Sacramento who's going to listen to this. Amen. Would you stand, if you can, this morning for the reading of the word, Acts chapter 27. It's on your outline, if you would stand this morning. Acts chapter 27 says the following. On the 14th night, we were still being driven across the Adriatic Sea, when about midnight, the sailors sensed they were approaching land. They took soundings and found that the water was 120 feet deep. A short time later, they took soundings again and found it was 90 feet deep. Fearing that we would be dashed against the rocks, they dropped four anchors from the stern and prayed for daylight. In an attempt to escape from the ship, the sailors left the lightboat down into the sea, pretending they were going to lower some anchors from the bow. 
In verse 31, Then Paul said to the centurions and the soldiers, Unless these men stay with the ship, you cannot be saved. Let's pray this morning. Heavenly Father, again, we come to you and ask for your complete uh, spirit, your 100% spirit to speak to us, Lord, this morning. Your, Your Holy Spirit speaks truth. It reveals truth in your word. And I pray this morning that God, as we open our hearts, open your word that we might receive, that we might perceive what your spirit is trying to tell us in these last days. Father, in the trials that we face, individually, collectively. Lord, I thank you for your word, which is alive, which is powerful. And Lord, I pray that it would come alive this morning in the, in the ears of every listener this morning. And we pray that in Jesus' name, amen and amen. You may be seated this morning. Amen. So I mentioned to you about going out on a ship. Well, many, many years ago, many years ago, I used to have a boat Remember that boat, Reuben? My brother. And so it wasn't a very big boat. It was about a 18-footer, maybe 20-footer. And one day, we decided to take my family, some of my family members out on a fishing trip. And it was myself, my dad, my Uncle George, my Uncle Jimmy, my cousin Danny, and my cousin Anthony. Six of us on this boat. We were going fishing. And so we decided to go out into the San Pablo Bay. How many have ever been fishing out there in the San Pablo Bay, right? It's typically pretty nice, but here's the thing. Any body of water, by the late afternoon, the winds begin to pick up. And the winds will move your boat. And so we went out, launched out, and we're fishing. And back, so I'm talking about years ago, back in this day, my boat was a party boat. And it was filled with nothing but beer. Everybody's drinking. I was the only one not drinking because I knew I had to drive. So I was the designated driver, okay? But everybody's drinking. They're not catching a thing but a buzz, as they say, right? And so nobody's catching anything. So we moved to another spot. Nothing. And, you know, as fishing, you move to another spot until you get a bite. And finally, by this time, it's, it's beginning to be late afternoon, and, and uh, we're not catching anything, but the winds are picking up. And when you start to see whitecaps, that's not a good sign, okay? How many know that? When you start to see whitecaps out in the ocean, that's not a good sign. That means the wind is picking up. And in this boat, my dad and I had had, because we went halves on this. We bought this boat. It was his boat and my boat. So um, at any rate, this boat wasn't the greatest boat at sometimes turning on, right? But this day, we, you know, it was working well. We had worked on it. We thought it was going to be working great. So we pulled up the anchor because it was getting late. We weren't catching anything, and I was going to move either to another spot or go home, depending on what the guys thought at that moment. And then I went to... Uh, Start the big V8 engine, but it wouldn't start. It wouldn't start. And it was like that, on and on. I tried turning it on. And as it wouldn't start, all of a sudden I started to hear the battery losing its power. Pretty soon it was... And you, if you've ever heard that sound, that's not a good sound. That's your battery draining. And so I stopped. I didn't kick that ignition on anymore because I knew what was going to happen. I was going to drain my battery completely. Then we were really going to be in trouble. So we're out in the bay. 
the wind is beginning to push the boat out towards the ocean. Okay, not a good thing. We had a radio on board, so I wasn't really worried. But I told everybody, make sure you have your life jackets on. Of course, they're laughing at me because they've all been drinking. They're not taking this seriously. I'm the only one that's starting to panic at that point. Even though the boat's doing this, it's rocking back and forth and up and down. And I'm thinking, Lord, we need to get this boat started. So my dad and I, we, we popped open the, the V8, the engine, we're, we're working on it. Is it, getting, is it getting a spark? Is it getting fuel? We're checking, troubleshooting. And finally, after about a half an hour, we're able to get that boat going. We're able to start, and we started it up, and we headed back to shore. Because by this time, it really had drifted us out. I was beginning to panic. I was beginning to worry... I'm responsible for these people on my boat, and I better get them home safely. So we did. And of course, they, they to this day, don't have a single thought of worry about that trip. I remember that like if it was yesterday, because I was panicking, right? How many have ever been in a similar situation where uh, maybe it wasn't a boat, but, but fear grips you? And all of a sudden, you don't even think rationally. You, you, your thoughts immediately take you to the worst case scenario. I just remember thinking in my mind, oh, the headlines tomorrow, six men drown in the bay because their boat wouldn't start, you know? Because none of us could swim very good. All of us were like me. My dad doesn't even know how to swim. And so it was life jackets only. And here we are in the bay, right? How silly it was. But fear can grip you in the middle of your trial. Fear can grip you just as it was gripping Paul here and and the people on this boat in the text we just read. Paul told this to the men, unless you stay with the ship, you cannot be saved. And I want to tell you this morning... The church, this church, Foothill Christian, American Canyon, if this is your home church, this is the ship you need to stay on to be saved. Amen? Amen. This is the ship right here. Together, fellowship, prayer, encouragement is what helps you get through any trial along with God's Holy Spirit protecting you. Amen? That's the importance of, of belonging to a church. And so one of the things that happens when fear grips you, when trouble strikes, we completely, completely forget or forget to acknowledge God in the moment. We, we get so concentrated, so just uh, focused in on the problem, we forget about God is in control of the entire situation. How many can look back on a situation right now and attest to that? Amen? Raise your hand if you know that to be true. And guess what? There will be another trial coming your way. There will be another fiery trial where the enemy is trying to throw darts at you, where the enemy is trying to discourage you, possibly even kill you. And if you're not careful, you're going to forget all about God and just focus on, oh, poor pitiful me, what's going to happen to me? And not realize that God is in control. God is in control. Everyone say that with me. God is in control. Amen. We need to depend upon our God. See, it's amazing to me that at that moment of fear, when fear grips you, 
all sense of peace and comfort, security goes out the window, right? And you're just standing there just all by yourself seemingly. And, and, and you don't know how it's going to work out. You don't even know if you're going to make it. Um, and, and we can forget about what God's doing in your life. God has a plan and a purpose for you. Amen? And He wants to give you a hope and a future. And we can at that time also struggle to remember our answered prayers in the past. God answers prayers, doesn't He? And He has in the past, and He'll continue in your future. You know, the Holy Spirit is what God gives us to give us peace and comfort. Um, one of the prayers this morning was for, for comfort. And, and that's the Holy Spirit's job, is to bring you comfort. And the Lord can do that even in the middle of your trial. Amen. What I mentioned last week as well, fear. Picture the word right here, fear. F-E-A-R. Fear, which means false expectations appearing real. That's what fear means.